Not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. Hey, that's your vets talking, not me. Pick up the Fortiflora for your dog at your vet's office or order it from Chewy.com. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. Welcome back to our camp house. It's good to have you here, and hey, we're going to kick off the show with a big splash today, my friends, at the Park City's Quail Coalition. Big announcement this week, big news, and I want to get my buddy Pete Delkus in here right now to help share that news. Are you kidding me, Pete? The T. Boone Pickens Award winner at the 2023 Park City's Quail Banquet, Kevin Costner? Well, I mean, Bill, you didn't think we were going to give it to somebody like Pete Delkus, did you? I mean, we're looking for <laughs> we're look we're looking for the real deal here, and uh, Kevin Costner is the real deal. You know, it's uh, we're, we're he, very excited, very excited. He is the real deal. Everybody knows about his illustrious acting, uh, producing, directing career, but very few people know uh, what an outdoorsman he is, and he loves uh, to pursue upland birds. Yeah, he does, you know. You know, when he did that movie, you know, 30-some years ago, Dances with Wolves, you know, in South Dakota, you know, he said he always loved to hunt and he always loved to fish. But when he was out there, you know, uh, you know, filming that movie, he said, you know, I, I was really able to take advantage of a lot of time. And he said, my mom and dad loved it so much, they moved to South Dakota. And he said, so I would go hunting with my dad and you know, and fishing with my dad, and, you know, I've raised my kids to do the same thing. So, you know, this is a side of him that I think most people don't get to see, but it's a side of him that, you know, he's he's had and has been passionate about really, you know, his certainly his entire adult life. And he's told us, you know, he grew up doing the same thing. So, you know, he's kind of like the rest of us. It's a passion of his and a love. Yeah, and it's such a big deal when you get a guy like Kevin Costner coming to town to accept your award. Uh, that the typical boundaries of what we do uh, at uh, Park City's Quail uh, and the Quail Coalition are not going to work. We've got to expand those boundaries a little bit, Pete. Yeah, we're we're going to. You know, it's we have had. You know, we we, we put our. You know, as far as tables go, the demand for tables has been it's been unprecedented. You know, we've had some amazing uh, recipients. You know, uh, Carl Allen, Johnny Morris. Rick Snipes, Tom Brokaw, George Strait, I mean, Ted Turner. It, it has been amazing, the people that have been our recipients and our honorees. But Kevin Costner is such a, such a huge name as well that the, the, the demand is just we haven't seen it. I mean, we've had people saying, hey, we always buy this level table. We want to buy a table two levels up. And we're like, well, we don't have that many of them. So we're kind of prioritizing how people can purchase tables, and we're really having to rank our table requests with what have you done in the past? I mean, you know, how what tables have you purchased in the past three years and or from last year? So we're really doing a ranking system, and we're just going to take any friendships or emotions out of it, and it's just we're just going to go by the numbers. And you know what? That commitment deserves a level of respect, and, and I think it's a, it's a great idea that you give those guys an option to uh, to move up closer to the stage. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, the only problem is there's so many seats at the front of the at the front of the stage. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, I mean, we're almost sold out now. So, we'll 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 rank 
everything just on a, a, a mathematical equation, take the emotion, the friendships out, and, and uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Absolutely. And, of course, before we get uh, lost in the Kevin Costner story, I'm going to bring it back down to earth because all of this, Kevin Costner, Pete Delkus, Billy Kinder, all of us are are focused upon conservation efforts for the quail specifically with this event. Yeah, you know, that that is our mission, Bill. You know, our, our, really our mission is just to sustain, restore, huntable wild quail populations. And, and that's it. It's that simple. We try to encourage yeah. and educate youth. And we just really want to celebrate our quail hunting heritage in Texas, you know, in this part of the country. It might venture up into southern Oklahoma a little bit, but, you know, really it's, it's you know, we raise money here and we keep money here. And, and that's – we, we haven't changed our mission or our goals since since we started this years ago. Absolutely, you bet. The T. Boone Pickens Lifetime Sportsman Award winner 2023, Kevin Costner, and that will happen on March 25th at the Armstrong Fieldhouse at SMU. Pete, I look forward to it. Love working with you. We have a ball at that auction. Oh, Bill, it's going to be fun. And this year, as you said, it's March 25th. It's a Saturday night. So we, we never do this on a Saturday night. This is this is the one time we've ex- we've made that exception, and we're making that exception because Kevin Costner – has you know he's filming this this the hit show Yellowstone right now he has a commitment to those folks with that production and he's like you know I, I Saturday night works he goes and Bill what was really cool and I'll I'll leave you with this what was really cool was Kevin Costner when we called him and asked him if he would accept this this uh, honoree be our honoree for this year he was so flattered and he goes I-, I just don't know what to say i can't believe you would consider me and we're like well you meet all the criteria and he goes oh my gosh this is this is a big deal so we're going to have one heck of a party saturday night march 25 at uh, at smu at the field house yeah i've seen uh, how you let your hair down on a thursday night so saturday <laughs> night actually kind of scares me a little bit pete scares me <laughs> could be dangerous thanks thanks buddy i appreciate you All right, see you, Bill. How about that? Kevin Costner will be receiving the Boone Pickens Award at the 2023 Park City's Quail Coalition Banquet. Big deal, huh? This corner of the camp house brought to you by Calming Care. It very gently over time settles the overactive dog. Learn more about it at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, let's grab a fresh cup of coffee when we come back. We're going to go handgun hunting with my buddy Larry Wysoon. Hi, this is Jim Zumbo, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot there at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine, because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over 10 pounds. Yes, sir. Three times, uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle, Uncle Jim, got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers, looked like a bumblebee, and that started it all. Three 10-pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. I like it, too, especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck 
Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza will be in Dallas this year only. COVID-19 scheduling backups have pushed the original Texas hunting show across the Metroplex to the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas this year only. Come on out August 12, 13, and 14 for the same great show that you've come to know for the latest gear, clothing, hunts, and accessories. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza, August 12 through the 14th in Dallas. You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFence.com. Hey, crappie anglers, crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5'6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all-day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shadpos. Tennessee Mist, White, Who Dat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and SmithsProducts.com. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com coming when we heard your truck rattle across that old cattle guard. Welcome to our camp at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to the Kinder Outdoors campfire. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by our friends at Fortiflora from Purina Veterinary Diets, Canine Probiotic. Because all of our dogs suffer from GI upset from time to time. Fortiflora. Learn more about it when you come see me at KinderOutdoors.com. I know everybody's going to have a great time this weekend. It got kicked off 
yesterday and runs through tomorrow in Dallas at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center, the Texas Trophy Hunters extravaganza in Dallas this year because, hey, it just wasn't logistics weren't happening in, in Tarrant County, Fort Worth, the traditional home of the North Texas event uh, for trophy hunters. But K. Bailey Hutchison, it's going to be a party over there today. I've got my buddy Larry Wysoon on the telephone. Mr. Whitetail, welcome back to the show, Larry. Always good to talk to you. I want to talk about hunting with a handgun, something you've done a long, long time and something I've always wanted to do. But, Larry, I have a lot of hobbies. And for me to uh, wade off into the handgun hunting waters, I'm going to have to convince the wife that I need yet another gun. <laughs> well, if you need any help convincing, I'll be more than happy to to, to play your case for you. <laughs> there you go. Good, good. And I want to talk about that. You've it's been a passion. You've enjoyed it for years and years and years. Uh, and let's start uh, with revolvers and uh, explain the difference between a single action revolver and a double action revolver. It's pretty simple. It it, it really is. the The single action essentially says that you have to cock the hammer before you can pull the trigger. With a double action, you can simply pull the trigger, it cocks the hammer by itself, and then strikes the firing pin. Or you can cock it like you would a single action. But the the two basic differences are just simply that with a single action, you have to cock it between each shot. And uh, with the double action, you do not have to. You know, I found it interesting that you prefer uh, a single action uh, revolver. You prefer revolvers and you prefer a single action uh, revolver. Uh, and you mentioned the grips, and that's something I had never considered or thought of before. A slick grip is your friend uh, when you're hunting big uh, caliber pistols. It really is. It kind of it kind of rolls a little bit in your hand, and I wear leather gloves where I've got a good grip on them, but I've also to where it can roll a little bit with that design of that single action. You have that smooth back part of the grip with the double action so that you can pull the trigger. There's a little bit of a knurl there. And uh, so that you can, you know, got a little bit stronger grip to pull the trigger on when you're shooting double action. But because of that, a lot of times you accept a whole lot more recoil from those handguns than you do from a single action. So when you start shooting those little bit larger calibers that you really need to for deer and, and, and other big game, there's, to me, a definite advantage in uh, shooting the single action as opposed to the double action. And I would have never thought of that. I would have thought, well, hey, that, you can thumb cock them either one, so why not just buy a double-action gun? But there you go. You're exactly right. Uh, you mentioned Razor Dobbs uh, has gotten into uh, handgun hunting over the years and that he he likes to shoot a semi-auto. Uh, and that's that's a great choice, too, just not your choice. It is. I mean, I, I applaud anybody that gets out there that uh, takes a handgun on a hunt and gets into it. And Razor's been very fortunate. He's hunted Africa and a bunch of other places, and he loves that. Love that semi-auto, and uh, I'm there for people that do. But personally, to me, I prefer the the, the either like I said, really prefer the single action or a double action in the revolvers. Nine years ago, I, I shot a lot of the uh, TC Encores and Contenders, which were essentially rifle caliber uh, pistols, if you will, that were a lot of fun to shoot too. But uh, you know, regardless of what you shoot, how you shoot, uh, your choice of actions. I mean, handgun hunting is so much fun. And it's like any other thing. It's where the barrel is pointed when the trigger is pulled is where the bullet goes. <laughs> That's Very exactly simple. right. And, <laughs> and I, can't, I can't move on to uh, away from, from pistols without mentioning Ruger. Uh, and you mentioned Thompson Center. You've shot with a lot of different uh, brands. But your personal favorite has been for many years, Ruger. 
It, it really has been. Years ago, I served on staff with Shooting Times, a sister publication called Handgunning, and I was the hunting editor on, on both. And uh, about the time that uh, this goes back in the 80s, uh, Ruger came out with the uh, Ruger uh, Super Blackhawk Hunter, which has a rib with integral scope mounts on it. That uh, in that that particular gun in the 44 mag using 240 grain uh, uh, Hornady XTP ammo, it's unbelievably accurate. And it's one of those handguns. You know, sometimes you just kind of develop a relationship with with a firearm that just you have such great confidence in that you can almost close your eyes and you know it's going to go in the right place, you know, kind of thing. And that's kind of the way that that particular revolver is. And, and since that time, I've been using a bunch of other Ruger revolvers, particularly like in the 480, and I've got a 454 Sioux and, and a 357. And a really good way to start out with is uh, start out with a, with a 22 uh, long rifle revolver and get used to seeing the sights or using the optics that you use. I'm using the Trigicon SRO sight, which is kind of a red dot sight. Now it helps for very quick target acquisition and and it shoots very accurately, shoot much more accurately than open sights. But, you know, a 22 is an ideal way to do that. That way you get down your technique, uh, you, you start gaining some confidence in your ability, and, and then you can step up to like a 357 Magnum, which to me is kind of on the low side of, of, uh, of the deer hunter side of things. It's probably more of an expert's gun, but then kind of step up to the 44 Mag. And, I mean, I've shot all kinds of different things from elk on down with, with 44 Mag. So, I know it's capable of bringing that animal down quickly and humanely, and and they're fun to shoot. They're to me, yeah. they're an absolute blast to shoot. Yeah, and, you, and you've taken your 44 mag all over the world. Uh, a lot of guys are going to say, well, you know what? I've got a 357. Let me just adapt to hunting with that. Uh, and there's a little bit of a warning that that you gave us with that, and you even mentioned it just a few seconds ago. It's it's kind of an expert's round. You really have to know bullet placement and where that how that gun's going to perform at different distances and know your capabilities with that 357. You need a well placed shot. That's exactly right. I mean, if you're going to use on the lower end of, of the uh, firearm calibers and, and rounds out there, definitely. I mean, you want to do the same thing whether you're shooting a monster magnum or not, regardless of whether it's a rifle or handgun. As you mentioned, learn the capabilities of your firearm and your capabilities with it. But, uh, you know, with with handguns, if you shoot off of a kind of a rest, uh, like anything else I learned a long time ago, that I shoot a rifle off a rest, I shoot a whole lot more accurately than I do if I shoot offhand. And, and basically, the, the same thing holds true with, with shooting the handguns as well, too. Yeah, so, hey, guys, if you're a 357 guy and you're looking for an excuse to go buy that new pistol, 44 mag, there you go. Larry's taking down the brown hairs in Alaska with that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that, to me, the 44 mag is not the most powerful handgun in the world, but uh you know, it, it, it'll darn sure do the job on everything pretty much in North America, and, and, and I've used it over in Africa as well, too. So it's it's a great handgun, and with the ammo that Quantity has available, for whatever reason, most 44 mags that I've ever shot, including some that were Rukers years ago, uh, yeah. they really seem to do well with that 240, uh, 240 grain Quantity XTP in terms of accuracy. and. That handgun we were mentioning a while ago, the, the Super Blackhawk Hunter Ruger that I've shot for so many years, with it from a good solid rest, I can shoot uh, at least a two-inch group with all six shots at 100 yards. So, 
you know, the accuracy on most all those guns is there in, in terms of, particularly in terms of hunter accuracy, now in terms of downrange energy, you know, to me, about 125, 150 yards is about the max of anything that I would want to shoot with most of the handguns that we shoot with. But uh, up until that range or whatever you feel comfortable with, that's the other side of things. But out to that range with a good solid rest, there's enough downrange energy to put that animal down very quickly and humanely. And again, that's that's our, our goal and every time we pull the trigger on something. Absolutely it is. Uh, from the time we pull the trigger, in it, whether it's a bow, a rifle, a pistol, or whatever, uh, we want that animal to be killed quickly and in our freezers at home soon thereafter. We have more to talk about handgun hunting with Larry Wysoon, and we're going to go to the Kinder Outdoors Gun Room with Jim Terrell from off-duty armory, Burleson, Texas. We're actually going to step out on the range and get a lesson, a pistol lesson, from the master himself, Jim Terrell. He's going to show you new gun owners what he does with you first time on the range. Pretty cool, and it's coming up. You know what? We smell like fish, and we're proud of it. I'm Mike Iganelli, and this is Kinder Outdoors. Folks, Texas Outdoors, a true Texas legend, has been serving up hunting, fishing, and shooting supplies to fine folks like you and me for 38 years. Every day, Robert Cantrell puts that genuine smile on his face, turns the key in the door, loads up on fresh stories to share, and takes care of whatever you and I have needed. Robert, well done. Texas Outdoors' final sale is its biggest ever. Texas Outdoors, Southwest Fort Worth on the Benbrook Traffic Circle. Thank you for your business. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com The granddaddy of Texas hunting shows is back at its birthplace to kick off the 2022 hunting seasons, August 19, 20, and 21. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza at the Freeman Expo Hall in San Antonio. Featuring the greatest hunts, newest gear, trickiest camo, rifles, knives, and bows, live rattlesnakes, and gators, too. See you in San Antonio for the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza, August 19, 20, and 21. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. 
This is this is not the way it is. Ever since the old man in the sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read the tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The Herdware Store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. campfire is always the gathering spot, no matter the weather. Tall tales and life's tough spots get worked out here. This is Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder. We built this old camp house with you in mind, and we're sure grateful that you're here with us. Thanks for hanging out with us today at Kinder Outdoors. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the choice of champions. 89% of the field trial champions across North America are Purina Pro Plan dogs, as well as all the top dogs at Westminster, the grand champions, Pro Plan dogs. Pick up Pro Plan for your champ at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores there in Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, he is our big game guy here at uh, Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging on, Larry. I want to talk to you more about handgun hunting, and let's put something on top of that handgun now. And boy, is that ever varied. Uh, you wrote an article about handgun hunting a little over a year ago for Sporting Classics, and uh, part of what you wrote about was optics. And listen, if you're hunting uptight, real close, tight country, heavily wooded, you might 
be an open sight guy. If you're hunting in West Texas, where it's wide open, you'll probably want something more like you'd top your AR with. And I also read uh, your article that, hey, some situations call for a red dot. There are all kinds of options. There really are. I mean, it, 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 everybody has a preference uh, in, in terms of what they shoot, how they shoot handguns. If you've got great eyesight, them all mean shoot open sights, you know, just with the sights that come on the gun. But if you that stage to where your eyesight could be a little bit better and you have a hard time seeing the back sight, the front sight, the target all at the same time, then you might want to start using a, a red dot scope. There are several available through Trigicon, and they've got a new one that's an SR, they call the SRO, that will mount on any kind of revolver with just a little bit of adaptation as far as the or even uh, like Razor Dobbs shoots, uh, semi-autos a bit on those as well, too. But uh, those work out really nice. And then once you get into the long eye relief scopes, uh, if you're going to shoot a little bit longer range. But again, to me, those sight scopes helps with precise bullet placement, which is, again, so very important with regardless of what you're shooting. Yeah, and then just briefly, uh, you're going to want to sight in uh, your pistol. We're talking about pistol hunting with Larry Wysoon today. Uh, you're you're going to want to sight in uh, in in the same distances and conditions that uh, you're going to hunt in. So again, if that's real tight woods there in Pennsylvania, you know, 25 yards might be <laughs> where you want to be. Exactly. And what I'd strongly suggest to people to do is is to get on the bench, find a good solid rest, and make sure that that gun is shooting exactly where you want to at varying distance, and then shoot at varying distances too. From there, you get your sight in at 25 yards, and and then set up a target at 100 and see where where you hit that target at, at that distance as well too. So again, it comes down to getting very familiar with, with your uh, with your particular firearm that you're using. Yeah, I would think that uh, hunting with a pistol, you know, is an advantage to a guy that's a spot and start guy because you know you, you that you're taking three feet away of movement. Uh, you've just got that little short pistol. Lots of advantages to uh, to hunting with a pistol. There, there really are. I mean, uh, they're they're lightweight to carry. There's so many different shoulder rooms that are available these days that make them very comfortable to carry. And then you know, some people may prefer to carry them on their hip as well too, or carry them in the backpack, which is something that I've done quite often uh, when we've been doing spot and stalk in, in kind of rough terrain and get to a point to where, you know, okay, now we're close enough, now get the pistol out, and again, like, it just practice good gun safety, you know, making sure that the barrel's pointed in a safe direction and all those kind of things that we do normally anyway when we're hunting. But uh, there's so many different ways to carry it. I, I want to go back a little bit to shooting off the bench. Once you shoot from the bench, then shoot from hunting positions. I mean, use a post as a rest. Use a cross shooting sticks as a rest. I quite often use my backpack or my hat as a rest. So learn how to shoot accurately at the bench, but then also how to learn how to shoot in all kinds of situations that you might encounter when you're out in the field. All great stuff. Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, handgun hunting on the show today. Thanks, Larry. I really appreciate the time. I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors. The website, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Anything you've heard here and would like to go back and hear it again, hey, it's waiting for you at kinderoutdoors.com. I've got my buddy Jim Terrell. He's our gun guy at Kinder Outdoors, ready to go here, talking about something that Larry addressed earlier in the show, but we're going to go into more detail. Lots of new handgun owners in the nation today, Jim, and a lot of people shopping for their first ever pistol Let's talk a little bit about single action, double action, elementary to a guy like you, but to the brand new gun shopper, that's a foreign language. Help us out. 
that's one of the more common questions that we get here, especially in, in beginning shooters or somebody looking for a handgun, is what's this double action, single action thing, or this DASA or DAO or DAK, what does all that mean? And basically it boils down to uh, handguns, revolvers, and semi-automatics come down to either a double action or a single action uh, type of, of firing mechanism. And it's pretty simple. It basically refers to how many things happen when you pull the trigger. A single action implies that there's one thing that happens. So basically, in a single action gun, the, the pressing or pulling of the trigger releases the hammer or the firing pin and makes the gun fire. That's all it does. In a double action style gun, be it a revolver or a semi-automatic, the trigger has the capability of pulling the hammer back and releasing it. So it actually does two things. Now, a good way to remember in what type of gun may be more uh, preferable to you is a double action handgun is going to have a longer, heavier trigger pull. It's going to inherently be more accurate. However, there is a safety feature to that, especially for concealer holstered carry, in having a heavier trigger pull. Um, if you have to pull on the trigger harder to make the gun fire, it's going to be less accurate. There's going to be more movement. So it's some, one of those things that you have to look at and find out what's best for you. Each ind individual person is going to be different, and some people may struggle with a double action uh, trigger because of the weight to pull it. Uh, so a single might be better for them. Somebody else you know, might prefer the heavier trigger pull. Yeah. Is one more safe than the other? It depends on who you ask. Uh, but, yes, a double action trigger does take more pressure in order to actuate it and make it fire. There have been some instances in some law enforcement agencies, especially where um, people have accidentally shot themselves in the leg or in the hip because they get their finger on the trigger too quick and it's light enough to engage before they can clear the muzzle, uh, clear their uh, body of the muzzle. So there have been some law enforcement agencies that have gone to double action only type guns and heavier trigger uh, uh, pulls for that very reason. What is Jim Terrell's preference and why? Well, I like a single action. I, I train all the time. I'm a big believer in, in muscle memory and, and, uh, and, and training with a gun. Uh, firearms are tools like anything else. If I was a carpenter, I would, I would practice using my hammer and my circular saw and things like that. So I prefer a single action trigger because it's more accurate, uh, and I'm, I'm comfortable shooting that type of gun. But I'm also very cautious about the way I, I carry a handgun, uh, the type of and, and the things that I do and the, and the mannerisms that I, I deploy the pistol and clear the muzzle of my body before even actuating the trigger. Very good. Let's hang a target and do a little shooting during the break. Let's do it. And a real treat uh, for the new gun owner, the new handgun owner, when we do come back from the coffee pot today, Jim and I actually stepped out on the range with our pistols and our tape recorder. I wanted Jim to replicate with me what he does with a brand new gun owner First time on the range, don't know anything about a pistol, don't know anything about ammo, don't know anything about a range and range etiquette. It can be intimidating, but not with a pro, a patient pro like Jim Terrell. If you're a new gun owner or a fresh gun owner, I think you'll really enjoy this. Stick around. Even you seasoned guys could use a brush up when we come back from the coffee pot. Michael Higgins and the Higgins Brancini Shooting Foundation, they help young shooters, collegiate shooters. They raise money to help these young shooters. And you can be a big part of that when you participate in the 2022 Quail Hunt 
fundraiser. Let's go quail hunting and raise needed funds for young shooters. November 4, 5, and 6, Greystone Castle, five-star everything. All the details at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Babe Winkleman. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, One thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, Our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful in. Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell somebody a bow and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. 
hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody and control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly-off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds, almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817. 797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Ever been dropped off in a remote wilderness where the bears outnumber people ten to one? And the mosquitoes have been known to carry off full-grown moose. Lucky? Join us in camp and tell us about it at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, visit an Atwoods Ranch and Home Store and pick up the Pro Plan formula that best suits your dog. They have, golly, a formula for every dog, young, old, active, couch potato, even dogs with special conditions. There's a Pro Plan for that dog, and it's at Atwoods Ranch and Home Stores, Purina Pro Plan. I went out on the range with my pistol and my personal instructor, Mr. Jim Terrell, with Off-Duty Armory, Burleson, Texas. I wanted Jim to go through the steps with me as if I had never picked up a pistol before. I asked Jim, what do you do with a brand new shooter? There are so many new pistol owners these days. Jim, I wanted to actually do this segment this week out on the range because I wanted to hear what you talked to a brand new shooter about when you first step out here with someone who's uh, never held a pistol in their hand before. What do you tell them? Well, first off, I let them know it's just a tool like any other tool. Uh, you need to have at least basic training in how to operate any type of tool, a hammer, a cordless circular saw, any type of, of a power tool, something like that, because they're very beneficial tools, but there's also a, a chance of injury if you're negligent with them or you don't operate them properly. So we try to get past that uh, fear factor first, if there's any fear in, in, in using the tool. Uh, we start by basic handling, uh, getting a good grip on it, uh, whether it's a revolver or semi-automatic, a, a good solid grip on the handgun is really crucial to proper operation, operating it safely, preventing injury, and uh, obviously the tool functioning properly. So one of the first things we do is we have somebody pick up the handgun, we show them the proper way to handle it. Uh, there's only three basic safety rules in operating a handgun uh, established by the National Rifle Association back in 1871. The first one is keeping the gun pointed in a safe direction. Here on our indoor range, there's only one direction that the muzzle of the gun should be pointed at, and that's downrange towards the target. So anytime we're handling the gun, the first thing we do is make sure that the muzzle is pointed in a safe direction. The second rule is always keep the finger 
off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. I've never seen a gun go off or fire by itself without somebody pressing the trigger. So that's that's rule number two, and that's key, is always keep your finger off the trigger until the exact moment that you're ready to shoot. It only takes a fraction of a second to move your finger to the trigger. The third rule is always keep the gun unloaded until it's ready to be used. Uh, sometimes this rule gets a little confusing for people because they think, well, why carry a, a personal protection firearm if I have to keep it unloaded? The key uh, language in that rule is until it's ready to be used. A personal protection or home protection firearm, for that matter, is always ready to be used 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That rule applies to other guns that you have in your home. If you have a, you know, a Remington 700 30-06 that you deer hunt with, that gun doesn't need to be loaded at home in June or July. Right. Um, you're not deer hunting. There's no reason for it to be loaded. You're just asking for a, a potential accident. So that's what that rule applies to. So we start there. We let the customer handle the gun. We show them what a good proper grip looks like, uh, whether they're right or left-handed. Good solid grip consists of putting four sides of pressure along the, the grip of the handgun, the back, the right, the front, and then the left side. For some revolvers and semi-automatics, a good way to do that is to establish a two-handed grip. A uh, right-handed shooter will be uh, gripping the gun with their right hand, using their left hand as a support uh, for the left side of the gun. Uh, reverse it for a left-handed shooter. The, the right hand would be the support to, to encompass a, a grip on the right side of the gun. Not so crucial with revolvers, but what is a very, very crucial thing with semi-automatics is your thumb position on the grip of the gun. Uh, most injuries with semi-automatics occur by people wrapping that thumb around the rear side of the gun. Uh, the way I, the best way I've found to put it is that slide is going to move at about 140 miles an hour. Your thumb, flesh, or bone is not going to stop it from that <laughs> rearward movement. So most people learn the hard way that do it one time, and they'll come in with a bandage over their thumb, and I can tell that they've already handled the gun improperly. So we teach that, first and foremost. We don't let somebody shoot incorrectly, and we don't let them injure themselves uh, to teach them a lesson or anything like that. That's just silly, and uh, we, don't, we don't subscribe to that philosophy. So... Once we get them comfortable with the grip, we talk a little bit about stance. There's only two basic stance for handgun shooting, one being the isosceles position, which is feet just shoulder width apart, uh, straight across from each other. The other one being the weak modified weaver stance, which is the dominant foot, being if you're right-handed, your right foot would be behind you, and the left foot would be uh, uh, positioned slightly forward. Reverse that for a left-handed shooter, the left foot would be in the rear, right foot sl uh, slightly forward. With semi-automatics especially, what's crucial is you have to give the gun some resistance to operate. When the gun fires, there's going to be inherent recoil that's going to push back towards you. The idea of giving the gun resistance will allow that slide to operate properly, e extracting the fired casing from the gun, cocking the hammer or firing pin, and then loading the next round into the chamber automatically. That's the semi-automatic pistol and how it functions. If you don't give that gun enough resistance, you'll encounter malfunctions like failures to extract, failures to feed. A lot of people blame those uh, issues on the gun when it's actually more pilot error. It's just position. So we show that. We instruct on that. As far as aiming the gun, 
what's key in aiming a handgun is to focus your dominant eye, be that right or left, whichever eye works better, focus that eye on the front sight of the gun. We don't focus on the target. We look at the target, but we focus on the front sight and use our clear vision there. This makes the target slightly fuzzy or blurry. Confuses some people. Well, I can't really see the target that good. The, the idea is to just be able to see the target and put the crystal clear front on the position of the target that you want to hit. Once you grasp that concept, you'll be amazed at how accurately you can shoot a handgun. It's not that good. Finally, we load up and let them uh, have take a couple of test shots with it. Usually we stand in a position, give them uh, uh, moral and, and physical support if they need it, sometimes position with a hand on their back, uh, whatever it takes to get them comfortable shooting. Um, it's different for different people. I've seen people shoot extremely accurately and get the hang of it uh, in 10 or 15 rounds. Uh, we've had to bust open another case of ammo and come through five or ten boxes sometimes. It's just different for different people. Ladies, uh, I know the men aren't going to like this, ladies inherently shoot handguns better than men. <laughs> they just do. I think it's because they tend to listen <laughs> a little right. bit better. Uh, what you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep the ego checked at the door. And, uh, yeah, they just, I've seen it. For years and years, I've just seen it. So, um, but uh, that's, that's kind of where we start, get them comfortable in doing all that. And then we just watch them. We make little corrections where we need to. Um, sometimes they'll anticipate the recall and start to dip the handgun in a downward position. We just let them know, focus on the front sight, keep your stance, keep your, your grip, breathe. Uh, don't get overly nervous. We like them to be a little bit nervous. That helps them perform a little bit better. But just get relaxed and get comfortable using the tool. And over time, that muscle memory starts kicking in, and they just shoot more naturally. All right. I tell you, why don't I take what I've learned from you today and fire a few rounds here and see where we stay. Let's do it. To start with, how many rounds typically will you ask a new shooter to fire when they step up to the range? It depends on the gun that they're using. In a semi-automatic, I'll ask them to load five in the magazine. That's generally enough. You have a six-shot revolver, so we can do uh, we can do five or six. It really makes no difference. That's generally enough to, for me to see where you're lacking or if there's anything, any adjustments I can tell you to make as far as all those five fundamentals that we talked about. Um, so we'll start there, we'll shoot those, and then we'll visit a little bit and kind of see where you're at and what we need to do. Sounds good. Tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and load up six of them and uh, do a little shooting. All right. Isn't that cool? Jim Terrell with your private pistol lesson, introduction to the pistol range on Kinder Outdoors. This corner of the Cap House brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. Pro Plan Performance, 30% protein, 20% fat. For that hard-working bird dog of yours, pick it up at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Let's grab a cup of coffee, and I'll meet you right back here in the camp house at Kinder Outdoor. God for the freedom, our men and women that defend it, and the Constitution that guarantees it. Welcome to camp with Kinder Outdoors. Welcome back to our camp house at Kinder Outdoors. In case you missed it, about an hour ago, big announcement from the quail folks in Dallas, Texas. I always 
co-MC the auction, and oh, what an auction it is every year. When Park City's Quail Coalition comes together, celebrates quail conservation, and hands out the T. Boone Pickens Lifetime Sportsman Award. They announced this past week that next year's recipient is Kevin Costner. I talked to my buddy Pete Delkus about it. Well, I mean, Bill, you didn't think we were going to give it to somebody like Pete Delkus, did you? I mean, we're looking for <laughs> we're look we're looking for the real deal here, and uh, Kevin Costner is the real deal. You know, it's uh, we're, we're he, very excited, very excited. He is the real deal. Everybody knows about his illustrious acting, uh, producing, directing career, but very few people know uh, what an outdoorsman he is, and he loves uh, to pursue upland birds. Yeah, he does. You know, you know, when he did that movie, you know, 30 some years ago, Dances with Wolves, you know, in South Dakota, you know, he said he always loved to hunt and he always loved to fish. But when he was out there, you know, uh, you know, filming that movie, he said, you know, I, I was really able to take advantage of a lot of time. And he said, my mom and dad loved it so much. They moved to South Dakota. And he said, so I would go hunting with my dad and you know, and fishing with my dad, and, you know, I've raised my kids to do the same thing. So, you know, this is a side of him that I think most people don't get to see, but it's a side of him that, you know, he's he's had and has been passionate about, really, you know, his certainly his entire adult life. And he's told us, you know, he grew up doing the same thing. So, you know, he's kind of like the rest of us. It's a passion of his and a love. Yeah, and it's such a big deal when you get a guy like Kevin Costner coming to town to accept your award. Uh, that the typical boundaries of what we do uh, at uh, Park City's Quail uh, and the Quail Coalition are not going to work. We've got to expand those boundaries a little bit, Pete. Yeah, we're we're going to. You know, it's we have had. You know, we we, we put our. You know, as far as tables go, the demand for tables has been it's been unprecedented. You know, we've had some amazing uh, recipients. You know, uh, Carl Allen, Johnny Morris. Rick Snipes, Tom Brokaw, George Strait, I mean, Ted Turner. It it has been amazing, the people that have been our recipients and our honorees. But Kevin Costner is such a a huge name as well that the the, the demand is just we haven't seen it. I mean, we've had people saying, hey, we always buy this level table. We want to buy a table two levels up. And we're like, well, we don't have that many of them. So we're kind of prioritizing how people can purchase tables, and we're really having to rank our table requests with what have you done in the past? I mean, you know, how what tables have you purchased in the past three years and or from last year? So we're really doing a ranking system, and we're just going to take any friendships or emotions out of it, and it's just we're just going to go by the numbers. And you know what? That commitment deserves a level of respect, and, and I think it's a, it's a great idea that you give those guys an option to uh, to move up closer to the stage. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, the only problem is there's so many seats at the front of the at the front of the stage. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, I mean, we're almost sold out now. So, we'll 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 rank everything just on a a, a mathematical equation, and take the emotion, the friendships out and and uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Absolutely. And of course, before we get uh, lost in the Kevin Costner story, I'm going to bring it back down to earth because all of this, Kevin Costner, Pete Delkus, Billy Kinder, all of us are are focused upon conservation efforts for the quail specifically with this event. Yeah, you know, that that is our mission, Bill. You know, our, our, really our mission is just to sustain, restore huntable wild quail populations. And, and that's it. It's that simple. We try to encourage yeah. and educate youth, 
And we just really want to celebrate our quail hunting heritage in Texas, you know, in this part of the country. It might venture up into southern Oklahoma a little bit, but, you know, really it's, it's you know, we raise money here and we keep money here. And, and that's, you bet. We, we haven't changed our mission or our goals since, since we started this years ago. Absolutely, you bet. The T. Boone Pickens Lifetime Sportsman Award winner 2023, Kevin Costner, and that will happen on March 25th at the Armstrong Fieldhouse at SMU. Pete, I look forward to it. Love working with you. We have a ball at that auction. Oh, Bill, it's going to be fun. And this year, as you said, it's March 25th. It's a Saturday night. So we, we never do this on a Saturday night. This is this is the one time we've exce- we've made that exception, and we're making that exception because Kevin Costner – has you know he's filming this this the hit show Yellowstone right now he has a commitment to those folks with that production and he's like you know I, I Saturday night works he goes and Bill what was really cool and I'll I'll leave you with this what was really cool was Kevin Costner when we called him and asked him if he would accept this this uh, honoree be our honoree for this year he was so flattered and he goes I-, I just don't know what to say i can't believe you would consider me and we're like well you meet all the criteria and he goes oh my gosh this is this is a big deal so we're going to have one heck of a party saturday night march 25 at uh, at smu at the field house yeah i've seen uh, how you let your hair down on a thursday night so saturday <laughs> night actually kind of scares me a little bit pete scares me <laughs> could be dangerous thanks thanks buddy i appreciate you All right, see you, Bill. We raise millions at that auction every year. It is fantastic. It is a, they call it conservation's greatest night, and by golly, I believe they're right. There may be a ticket left if you hurry. Come see me at kinderoutdoors.com and uh, click on the link and just find out right there for yourself if there's a ticket left for that big night or not. Hey, let's grab a fresh cup of coffee, and I'll meet you right back here. We're going handgun hunting with Larry Weiss soon. Hi, this is Michael McDowell. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, Marlin, Sailfish, Roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. Robert Cantrell at Texas Outdoors on the Benbrook Traffic Circle in southwest Fort Worth has been selling top-notch hunting, fishing, and outdoor goods and apparel for 38 years. But now the time has come for him to lock up for the last time. Texas Outdoors, a true Texas legend, is closing. And understandably, it's an emotional time for Robert. the Texas Outdoors in Southwest Fort Worth for one last sale. If it's hanging on the wall, sitting on a shelf, crawling across the floor, or swinging from the ceiling, it's gotta go. Woohoo! God bless you for keeping the lights turned on around here for 38 years. Now it's Cantrell's time to go fishing while both knees and one hip still work. Come on in and make an offer. Everything from boots and guns to the shelves and racks have gotta go before Robert can. After that, don't try to call anymore. There ain't no phones where he's going. 
Texas Outdoors in Southwest Fort Worth and the great audio sale Yippee. right now. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza will be in Dallas this year only. COVID-19 scheduling backups have pushed the original Texas hunting show across the Metroplex to the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas this year only. Come on out August 12, 13, and 14 for the same great show that you've come to know for the latest gear, clothing, hunts, and accessories. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza, August 12 through the 14th in Dallas. Hey, crappie anglers. Crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie, here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5 foot 6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all-day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target Rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target Rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shad Pose. Tennessee Mist, White, Who Dat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and Smith'sProducts.com. Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees. And have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road. If you boys are taking that old flat bottom out, don't forget these coffee cans. Just like life, you'll need to bail a little water now and then. This is Life in the Camp House at Kinder Outdoors. The website, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com. I need to say hi to some folks. Michelle Boyd listens to Kinder Outdoors in Wolf City, Texas. Hi, Michelle. Joe Lucas is in McKinney on the north side of Dallas-Fort Worth. We heard from Rick Ada in Reno, Nevada this week. Hey, Rick, thanks for the note. And I really enjoyed this note from Joe Thomas way up in the northeast. He says, hi, from Milton, Massachusetts. I'm listening on Sirius XM, was scrolling through the channels and stumbled upon your show. Sounds great. Myself and my friends hunt here in Massachusetts and Maine. I'm just outside Boston. Yes. There's hunters and shooting and archery and fishing enthusiasts up here. 
Keep up the good work. Thanks for your time. God bless. Joe Thomas. Hey, Joe, thanks for the note. You brought a smile to my face this week. Larry Wysoon is a seasoned pistol hunter. No, I don't mean a shopper for pistols. I mean he hunts with pistols. I had a visit with him about that about an hour ago. We're going to talk about hunting with a handgun. You recently wrote for Sporting Classics Daily, Guns and Loads for Handgun Hunting, and I found it uh, very interesting because it's something I've always wanted to do, and I've never waded out into that pool uh, because, you know, I've, I've got a lot of hobbies, and I'd have to convince the wife that I need to start a new one. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need any help convincing, I'll be more than happy to to, to play your case for you. <laughs> there you go. Good, good. And I want to talk about that. You've it's been a passion. You've enjoyed it for years and years and years. Uh, and let's start uh, with revolvers and uh, explain the difference between a single action revolver and a double action revolver. It's pretty simple. It it, it really is. the The single action essentially says that you have to cock the hammer before you can pull the trigger. With a double action, you can simply pull the trigger, it cocks the hammer by itself, and then strikes the firing pin, or you can cock it like you would a single action. But the the two basic differences are just simply that with a single action, you have to cock it between each shot, and uh, with the double action, you do not have to. You know, I found it interesting that you prefer uh, a single action uh, revolver. You prefer revolvers, and you prefer a single action uh, revolver. Uh, and you mentioned the grips, and that's something I had never considered or thought of before. A slick grip is your friend uh, when you're hunting big uh, caliber pistols. It really is. It kind of it kind of rolls a little bit in your hand, and I wear leather gloves where I've got a good grip on them, but I've also to where it can roll a little bit. With that design of that single action, you have that smooth back part of the grip with the double action so that you can pull the trigger. There's a little bit of a knurl there. And uh, so that you can, you know, got a little bit stronger grip to pull the trigger on when you shoot in double action. But because of that, a lot of times you accept a whole lot more recoil from those handguns than you do from single action. So when you start shooting those little bit larger calibers that you really need to for deer and, and, and other big game, there's, to me, a definite advantage in uh, shooting the single action as opposed to the double action. And I would have never thought of that. I would have thought, well, hey, that, you can thumb cock them either one, so why not just buy a double-action gun? But there you go. You're exactly right. Uh, you mentioned Razor Dobbs uh, has gotten into uh, handgun hunting over the years and that he, he likes to shoot a semi-auto. Uh, and that's that's a great choice, too, just not your choice. It is. I mean, I, I applaud anybody that gets out there that uh, takes a handgun on a hunt and gets into it. And Razor's been very fortunate. He's hunted Africa and a bunch of other places, and he loves that. Love that semi-auto, and uh, I'm there for people that do. But personally, to me, I prefer the the, the either like I said, really prefer the single action or, or, or double action in the revolvers. Nine years ago, I, I shot a lot of the uh, TC Encores and Contenders, which were essentially rifle caliber uh, pistols, if you will, that were a lot of fun to shoot too. But uh, you know, regardless of what you shoot, how you shoot, uh, your choice of actions. I mean, handgun hunting is so much fun. And it's like any other thing. It's where the barrel is pointed when the trigger is pulled is where the bullet goes. <laughs> That's Very exactly simple. right. And, <laughs> and I can't I can't move on to uh, away from from pistols without mentioning Ruger. Uh, and you mentioned Thompson Center. You've shot with a lot of different uh, brands, but your personal favorite and has been for many years, Ruger. 
It, it really has been. Years ago, I served on staff with Shooting Times, a sister publication called Handgunning, and I was the hunting editor on, on both. And uh, about the time that uh, this goes back in the 80s, uh, Ruger came out with the uh, Ruger uh, Super Blackhawk Hunter, which has a rib with integral scope mounts on it. That uh, in that that particular gun, in the 44 Maggies and 240 grain uh, uh, Hornady XTP ammo, it's unbelievably accurate, and it's one of those handguns. You know, sometimes you just kind of develop a relationship with with a firearm that just you have such great confidence in that you can almost close your eyes and you know it's going to go in the right place, you know, kind of thing. And that's kind of the way that that particular revolver is. And, and since that time, I've been using a bunch of other Ruger revolvers, particularly like in the 480, and I've got a 454 Casul and and a 357 and a really good way to start out with is uh, to start out with a, with a 22 uh, long rifle revolver and get used to seeing the sights or using the optics that you use. I'm using the Trigicon SRO sight, which is kind of a rib dot sight. Now it helps for very quick target acquisition and, and it shoots very accurately. It shoots much more accurately than open sights. But you know, a 22 is an ideal way to do that. That way you get down your technique, uh, you, you start gaining some confidence in your ability, and, and then you can step up to like a 357 Magnum, which to me is kind of on the low side of, of, uh, of the deer hunter side of things. It's probably more of an expert's gun, but then kind of step up to the 44 Mag, and I mean, I've shot all kinds of different things from elk on down with, with 44 Mag, so I know it's capable of bringing that animal down quickly and humanely, and, and they're fun to shoot. They're to me, yeah. they're an absolute blast to shoot. Yeah, and, and you've taken your 44 mag all over the world. Uh, a lot of guys are going to say, "Well, you know what? I've got a 357. Let me just adapt to hunting with that." Uh, and there's a little bit of a warning that that you gave us with that, and you even mentioned it just a few seconds ago. It's it's kind of an expert's round. You really have to know bullet placement and where that, how that gun's going to perform at different distances and know your capabilities with that 357 that you need a well-placed shot that's exactly right i mean if you're going to use on the lower end of, of the uh firearm calibers and, and rounds out there definitely i mean you want to do the same thing whether you're shooting a monster magnum or not regardless of whether it's a <laughs> rifle or handgun as you mentioned learn the capabilities of your firearm and your capabilities with it but uh you know, with with handguns, the if you shoot off of a of kind of a rest, uh, like anything else, I learned a long time ago that if I shoot a rifle off a rest, I shoot a whole lot more accurately than I do if I shoot offhand. And and basically, the the same thing holds true with with shooting the handguns as well too. Yeah. So hey guys, if you're a 357 guy and you're looking for an excuse to go buy that new pistol, 44 mag. There you go. Larry's taking Absolutely. down brown hairs in Alaska <laughs> with that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that, to me, the 44 mag is not the most powerful handgun in the world, but uh, you know, it, it, it'll darn sure do the job on everything, pretty much in North America, and and, and I've used it over in Africa as well too. So it's it's a great handgun, and with the ammo that Quantity has available, for whatever reason, most 44 mags that I've ever shot, including some that were Rukers years ago, uh, yeah, they really seem to do well with that 240, uh, 240 grain Hornady XTP in terms of accuracy and that handgun we were mentioning a while ago the, the Super Blackhawk Hunter Ruger that I've shot for so many years with it from a good solid rest I can shoot uh, at least a two inch group with all six shots at 100 yards so 
you know, the accuracy on most all those guns is there in, in terms of, particularly in terms of hunter accuracy now, in terms of downrange energy, you know, to me, about 125, 150 yards is about the max of anything that I would want to shoot with most of the handguns that we shoot with. But uh, up until that range or whatever you feel comfortable with, that's the other side of things. But out to that range with a good solid rest, there's enough downrange energy to put that animal down very quickly and humanely. And again, that's that's our, our goal and every time we pull the trigger on something. Larry, stand by. We'll finish up after the break. Hey, it's 2022 Red Crest champion Bobby Lane. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm definitely thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Billy, where are you going with my trophy? I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Folks, Texas Outdoors, a true Texas legend, has been serving up hunting, fishing, and shooting supplies to fine folks like you and me for 38 years. Every day, Robert Cantrell puts that genuine smile on his face, turns the key in the door, loads up on fresh stories to share, and takes care of whatever you and I have needed. Robert well done. Texas Outdoors final sale is its biggest ever. Texas Outdoors. Southwest Fort Worth on the Benbrook Traffic Circle. Thank you for your business. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, 
open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes. Then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. God we trust. That fishing story you just told? Not so much. Come on, it's camp house time at Kinder Outdoors. We're talking handgun hunting with Larry Wysoon on the show today. Also, our gun guy, Jim Terrell from Off-Duty Armory, Burleson, Texas, uh, taking us to the range and treating us as if it, we were a brand new pistol owner. Never been to a range, never fired our pistol. I wanted to see how he does it because there are so many new gun owners in America now. That's coming up a little later on. I think you'll find that pretty fascinating. Right now, though, let's get back to Larry Wysoon. Handgun hunting is the topic. You have a lot of options uh, as far as what to top that gun with, if you top it with anything at all. And that's going to have a lot to do with the terrain that you hunt if you hunt really tight country. Open sights uh, might be what you need. Or if you hunt West Texas with a pistol, you might need, uh, you know, uh, uh, something like you might put on top of an AR, or you could use a red dot sight. You mentioned that as well in your article. Lots of op opportunity and options there. There really are. I mean, it, 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 everybody has a preference uh, in, in terms of what they shoot, how they shoot handguns. If you've got great eyesight, then by all means, shoot open sights, you know, just with the sights that come on the gun. But if you that stage to where your eyesight could be a little bit better and you have a hard time seeing the backside, the front side, the target all at the same time, then you might want to start using a, a red dot scope. There are several available through Trigicon, and they've got a new one that's an SR, they call the SRO, that will mount on any kind of revolver with just a little bit of adaptation as far as, uh, or even uh, it, it, like razor dob sheets, uh, semi-autos that fit on those as well too. But uh, those work out really nice, and then once you get into the long eye relief scopes, 
uh, if you're going to shoot a little bit longer range. But again, to me, those sights, scopes, helps with precise bullet placement, which is, again, so very important with regardless of what you're shooting. Yeah, and then just briefly, uh, you're going to want to sight in uh, your pistol. We're talking about pistol hunting with Larry Wysoon today. Uh, you're, you're going to want to sight in, uh, in in the same distances and conditions that uh, you're going to hunt in. So, again, if that's real tight woods there in Pennsylvania, you know, 25 yards might be <laughs> where you want to be. Exactly, and what I'd strongly suggest to people to do is, is to get on the bench, find a good solid rest, and make sure that that gun is shooting exactly where you want to at varying distance, and then shoot at varying distances too. From now, you can sight in at 25 yards and, and then set up a target at 100 and see where, where you hit that target at, at that distance as well too. So again, it comes down to getting very familiar with, with, your, uh, with your particular firearm that you're using. Yeah, I would think that uh, hunting with a pistol, you know, is an advantage to a guy that's a spot and start guy because you know you, you that you're taking three feet away of movement. Uh, you've just got that little short pistol. Lots of advantages to uh, to hunting with a pistol. There, there really are. I mean, uh, they're they're lightweight to carry. There's so many different shoulder rings that are available these days that make them very comfortable to carry. And then you know, some people may prefer to carry them on their hip as well too, or Carry them in the backpack, which is something that I've done quite often uh, when we've been doing spot and stalk in, in kind of rough terrain and get to a point to where, you know, okay, now we're close enough. Now I'll get the pistol out and, again, like just practice good gun safety, you know, making sure that the barrel's pointed in a safe direction and all those kind of things that we do normally anyway when we're hunting. But uh, there's so many different ways to carry it. I, I want to go back a little bit to shooting off the bench. Once you shoot from the bench, then – shoot from hunting positions. I mean, use a post as a rest. Use a cross shooting sticks as a rest. I quite often use my backpack or my hat as a rest. So learn how to shoot accurately at the bench, but then also how to learn how to shoot in all kinds of situations that you might encounter when you're out in the field. Come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com. And uh, if you miss something on the show, you want to go back and this is a fascinating topic, I know, hunting with handguns. Want to hear it again, share it with a friend. It's there waiting on you at kinderoutdoors.com. And by the way, we are available on podcast. All of the top podcast providers know about us. Just let them know that you want that free download and they'll send it to you each and every week, okay? Thank you so much for listening wherever you are and however you listen, AM, FM, XM, or podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you. Earlier in our conversation, Larry Wysoon explained the difference in single action, double action. I want to go over it again, this time with Jim Terrell, our gun guy at Kinder Outdoors. And once again, the reason we're doing this, Jim, is because there are so many new gun owners in America these days. New gun buyers out there looking right now for some protection or enjoyment on the range. So tell us, this thing that is so elementary to you, it can be very complex to a brand new gun buyer. Single action, double action, what the heck is that? That's one of the more common questions that we get here, especially in in beginning shooters or somebody looking for a handgun, is what's this double action, single action thing, or this D-A-S-A or D-A-O or D-A-K, what does all that mean? And basically it boils down to uh, handguns, revolvers, and semi-automatics come down to either a double action or a single action uh, type of, of firing mechanism. And it's pretty simple. 
It basically refers to how many things happen when you pull the trigger. A single action implies that there's one thing that happens. So basically, in a single action gun, the, the pressing or pulling of the trigger releases the hammer or the firing pin and makes the gun fire. That's all it does. In a double action style gun, be it a revolver or a semi-automatic, the trigger has the capability of pulling the hammer back and releasing it. So it actually does two things. Now, a good way to remember in what type of gun may be more uh, preferable to you is a double action handgun is going to have a longer heavier trigger pull it's going to inherently be more accurate however there is a safety feature to that especially for conceal or holstered carry in having a heavier trigger pull um, if you have to pull on the trigger harder to make the gun fire it's going to be less accurate there's going to be more movement so it's some, one of those things that you have to look at and find out what's best for you each ind individual person is going to be different and some people may struggle with a double action uh, trigger because of the weight to pull it. Uh, so a single might be better for them. Somebody else you know, might prefer the heavier trigger pull. Yeah. Is one more safe than the other? It depends on who you ask. Uh, but, yes, a double action trigger does take more pressure in order to actuate it and make it fire. There have been some instances in some law enforcement agencies, especially where um, people have accidentally shot themselves in the leg or in the hip because they get their finger on the trigger too quick and it's light enough to engage before they can clear the muzzle, uh, clear their uh, body of the muzzle. So there have been some law enforcement agencies that have gone to double action only type guns and heavier trigger uh, uh, pulls for that very reason. What is Jim Terrell's preference and why? Well, I like a single action. I, I train all the time. I'm a big believer in, in muscle memory and, and, uh, and, and training with a gun. Uh, firearms are tools like anything else. If I was a carpenter, I would, I would practice using my hammer and my circular saw and things like that. So I prefer a single action trigger because it's more accurate, uh, and I'm, I'm comfortable shooting that type of gun. But I'm also very cautious about the way I, I carry a handgun, uh, the type of holster and, and the things that I do and the, and the mannerisms that I, I deploy the pistol and clear the muzzle of my body before even actuating the trigger. Very good. Let's hang a target and do a little shooting during the break. Let's do it. Hey, we're going to the range when we come back from the coffee pot with Jim Terrell at Off-Duty Armory in Burleson, Texas. A beginner's pistol lesson right here on Kinder Outdoors. Hey, have fun at that Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza in Dallas today. It is the original Texas Hunting Show, 46th annual, and uh, Houston was last weekend. They're in Dallas this weekend. Uh, typically, they would be in Fort Worth, but uh, due to logistics issues there, hangover from COVID, everything's pushed over to Dallas this year. First and only year in Dallas at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center. Hopefully, I'll see you out there on the aisles today, or maybe tomorrow, or maybe in San Antonio next week. Hey, just a quick note before we do make that run to the coffee pot. Jay Biederman with Ducks Unlimited Frisco, Texas, wanted me to let you know the big party is coming up this Thursday night. Embassy Suites by Hilton Dallas in Frisco at the Hotel Convention Center. 25th anniversary for this party. Hey, everybody. It's Dominic Zamito with Two Rivers Fly Shop in North Fork, Arkansas. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it. With Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Billy, are you sinking? It looks like you've got a heck of a hole in your waders there. Get off the beach and into the action. 
Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, Marlin, Sailfish, Roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. At Classic Chevrolet Grapevine, we know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck. Because it's fun to um, be able to uh, do something with my dad and my older brother. So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh, to get all the way down here dressed and fed and ready to go? 4.30. 4.30. Don't you normally get up about 4.30, though? Mm-hmm. No. no way. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun, though, when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you very. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying? Uh, probably. <laughs> At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations, understanding smiles, life's victories and laughter, sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com. You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFence.com. I'm going to lay this out to you as simply as I possibly can because it really is simple. Buy your cold weather wear from Ron and Teresa Miskin at the Buffalo Wool Company and stay warm. Gloves, socks, hats, beanies. I love my neck gaiter. All made from the insulating fibers of the American bison. The same fiber or buffalo wool that protects the buffalo against a frigid winter in Montana, Wyoming, or the Dakotas. Buffalo wool is warmer than traditional wool, and it's luxuriously soft on your skin, not scratchy or abrasive. It wicks moisture away and is unbelievably tough, lasting year after year. And they back up what they sell with a 100% money-back guarantee if you're not happy. Take a look. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com TheBuffaloWoolCo.com It's simple. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors and Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Megara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection, too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Harriet, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, feed, and feeders available, too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of Bay 20, just west of Weatherford. 
the coffee's always on, and the conservation is always good. Make sure you bring a youngin' or two. Together, let's teach them what heritage and tradition looks like. This is the Big Billy Kinder Outdoors Camp House. Hey, we love to hear from you. Uh, KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, is the website. Drop by and register to win uh, your Kinder Outdoors t-shirt. Okay, we give these things away, ship them out all over the country. And, hey, yours is just sitting over there. I'm looking at a box full of them right now. Yours is in that box. All you have to do is register. It's a simple drawing, but you have to register at KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. And thank you for listening. Uh, When you drop by the website, please let us know how you listen and where you listen. That helps us out a lot, and we'd appreciate you taking the time. Okay, so you've bought your first pistol, and you're ready to go to the range with some instruction and learn all about that thing and about range etiquette, etc., etc. There's not a better guy to take you there than my friend Jim Terrell at Off-Duty Armory. Jim, I wanted to actually do this segment this week out on the range because I wanted to hear what you talked to a brand new shooter about when you first step out here with someone who's uh, never held a pistol in their hand before. What do you tell them? Well, first off, I let them know it's just a tool like any other tool. Uh, you need to have at least basic training in how to operate any type of tool, a hammer, a cordless circular saw, any type of, of a power tool, something like that, because they're very beneficial tools, but there's also a, a chance of injury if you're negligent with them or you don't operate them properly. So we try to get past that uh, fear factor first, if there's any fear in, in, in using the tool. Uh, we start by basic handling, uh, getting a good grip on it, uh, whether it's a revolver or semi-automatic, a, a good solid grip on the handgun is really crucial to proper operation, operating it safely, preventing injury, and uh, obviously the tool functioning properly. So one of the first things we do is we have somebody pick up the handgun, we show them the proper way to handle it. Uh, there's only three basic safety rules in operating a handgun uh, established by the National Rifle Association back in 1871. The first one is keeping the gun pointed in a safe direction. Here on our indoor range, there's only one direction that the muzzle of the gun should be pointed at, and that's downrange towards the target. So anytime we're handling the gun, the first thing we do is make sure that the muzzle is pointed in a safe direction. The second rule is always keep the off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. I've never seen a gun go off or fire by itself without somebody pressing the trigger. So that's that's rule number two, and that's key, is always keep your finger off the trigger until the exact moment that you're ready to shoot. It only takes a fraction of a second to move your finger to the trigger. The third rule is always keep the gun unloaded until it's ready to be used. Uh, sometimes this rule gets a little confusing for people because they think, well, why carry a, a personal protection firearm if I have to keep it unloaded? The key uh, language in that rule is until it's ready to be used. A personal protection or home protection firearm, for that matter, is always ready to be used 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That rule applies to other guns that you have in your home. If you have a, you know, a Remington 700 30-06 that you deer hunt with, that gun doesn't need to be loaded at home in June or July. Right. Um, you're not deer hunting. There's no reason for it to be loaded. You're just asking for a, a potential accident. So that's what that rule applies to. So we start there. We let the customer handle the gun. We show them what a good proper grip looks like, uh, whether they're right or left-handed. 
good solid grip consists of putting four sides of pressure along the, the grip of the handgun, the back, the right, the front, and then the left side. For some revolvers and semi-automatics, a good way to do that is to establish a two-handed grip. A uh, right-handed shooter will be uh, gripping the gun with their right hand, using their left hand as a support uh, for the left side of the gun. Uh, reverse it for a left-handed shooter. The, the right hand would be the support to, to encompass a, a grip on the right side of the gun. Not so crucial with revolvers, but what is a very, very crucial thing with semi-automatics is your thumb position on the grip of the gun. Uh, most injuries with semi-automatics occur by people wrapping that thumb around the rear side of the gun. Uh, the way I, the best way I've found to put it is that slide is going to move at about 140 miles an hour. Your thumb, flesh, or bone is not going to stop it from that <laughs> rearward movement. So most people learn the hard way that do it one time, and they'll come in with a bandage over their thumb, and I can tell that they've already handled the gun improperly. So we teach that, first and foremost. We don't let somebody shoot incorrectly, and we don't let them injure themselves uh, to teach them a lesson or anything like that. That's just silly, and uh, we, don't, we don't subscribe to that philosophy. So once we get them comfortable with the grip, we talk a little bit about stance. There's only two basic stance for handgun shooting, one being the isosceles position, which is feet just shoulder width apart, uh, straight across from each other. The other one being the weak modified weaver stance, which is the dominant foot, being if you're right-handed, your right foot would be behind you, and the left foot would be uh, uh, positioned slightly forward. Reverse that for a left-handed shooter, the left foot would be in the rear, right foot uh, slightly forward. With semi-automatics especially, what's crucial is you have to give the gun some resistance to operate. When the gun fires, there's going to be inherent recoil that's going to push back towards you. The idea of giving the gun resistance will allow that slide to operate properly, extracting the fired casing from the gun, cocking the hammer or firing pin, and then loading the next round into the chamber automatically. That's the semi-automatic pistol and how it functions. If you don't give that gun enough resistance, you'll encounter malfunctions like failures to extract, failures to feed. A lot of people blame those uh, issues on the gun when it's actually more pilot error. It's position. So we show that, we instruct on that. As far as aiming the gun, what's key in aiming a handgun is to focus your dominant eye, be that right or left, whichever eye works better, focus that eye on the front sight of the gun. We don't focus on the target. We look at the target, but we focus on the front sight and use our clear vision there. This makes the target slightly fuzzy or blurry, confuses some people. Well, I can't really see the target that good. The idea is to just be able to see the target and put the crystal clear front on the position of the target that you want to hit. Once you grasp that concept, you'll be amazed at how accurately you can shoot a handgun. It's not that Finally, we load up and let them uh, have to take a couple of test shots with it. Usually we stand in a position, give them uh, moral and, and physical support if they need it, sometimes position with a hand on their back, uh, whatever it takes to get them comfortable shooting. Um, it's different for different people. I've seen people shoot extremely accurately and get the hang of it uh, in 10 or 15 rounds. Uh, we've had to bust open another case of ammo and come through five or ten boxes sometimes. It's just different. 
different for different people. Ladies, uh, I know the men aren't going to like this, ladies inherently shoot handguns better than men. <laughs> they just do. I think it's because they tend to listen <laughs> a little right. bit better. Uh, What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep the ego checked at the door. And, uh, yeah, they just, I've seen it. For years and years, I've just seen it. So, um, but uh, that's, that's kind of where we start, get them comfortable in doing all that. And then we just watch them. We make little corrections where we need to. Um, sometimes they'll anticipate the recoil and start to dip the handgun in a downward position. We just let them know, focus on the front sight, keep your stance, keep your, your grip, breathe. Uh, don't get overly nervous. We like them to be a little bit nervous. That helps them perform a little bit better. But just get relaxed and get comfortable using the tool. And over time, that muscle memory starts kicking in and they just shoot more naturally. All right. I tell you, why don't I take what I've learned from you today and fire a few rounds here and see where we stay. Let's do it. To start with, how many rounds typically will you ask a new shooter to fire when they step up to the range? It depends on the gun that they're using. The semi-automatic, I'll ask them to load five in the magazine. That's generally enough. You have a six-shot revolver, so we can do uh, we can do five or six. It really makes no difference. That's generally enough to, for me to see where you're lacking or if there's anything, any adjustments I can tell you to make as far as all those five fundamentals that we talked about. Um, so we'll start there, we'll shoot those, and then we'll visit a little bit and kind of see where you're at and what we need to do. Sounds good. Tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and load up six of them and uh, do a little shooting. All right. Hope you enjoyed the show today. I want to thank you for hanging out with us. Also, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together in this old camp house each and every week and invite you back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. Oh, my God.